AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Big Bang and DJ Scream bring you Big Facts, the hottest podcast in the streets. Visit the new website today, www.bigfactspod.com. Live from First Class Sounds, you know who it is. DJ Scream is here. Big Bank is here. Baby Jade is here. It's time for Big Facts. And we got a special guest in the building. By heavy request, it's the Wall Street Trapper that's Yo. pulled up on Big Facts. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up, my brother? What's good, family? What's Every, good, family? Everything good with you? Man, it's lovely, man. I feel good, man. Now, you've been making a lot of moves. Yeah. You've been getting a lot of money. Come on, now. Right? You know what I mean? What we want to start this conversation is... uh. Who, so who were you before you were the Wall Street Trapper? Let's get into the essence of your journey a little bit. Like before you were the Wall Street Trapper, who were you? So uh, just all my homies used to just call me free. You know what I'm saying? Just born and raised in New Orleans. Where'd that come from? Uh, my homies used to call me Freezer. Freezer? Uh-huh. And free is short for Freezer? Uh-huh. Street name. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, so just born and raised in New Orleans. Um, saw my moms get shot when I was kind of like nine. So that was kind of my introduction to the game. My mom was hustling, you know, just in the street and fast. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she lived though, mm-hmm. and then she got shot again. Mm-hmm. Then she went to prison for attempt murder, and she beat that charge. 
Um, then she went to prison for the the narcs kicking her doing. So I lived with my grandmother for a little while. My grandmother passed, man. So I went through a period where I was just homeless. Around like 13, 14, really just homeless. And I just started hustling, man. Like that's what I knew. Like my my grandmother was an entrepreneur. Miles was in the street. So I just used both of those. You know, you just be in survival mode, man. Like it ain't really no different. Like New Orleans is one of those places where poverty is heavy, especially during that 93, 94, 95 area, murder capital era. Like it was heavy. So just learned how to hustle. Wound up going to prison for attempt murder on robbery doing a 10-year bid. That's when I got introduced to like financial literacy. I'm in a cell with this dude, white guy. And he was just like, I guess that was his first time seeing like that many black people at one time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and really and truly, like, like you think that should be normal. But he was like, man, y'all playing the wrong game, man. Like, and like at first that it like caught me off guard. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, cause all we know is the game. That's all we know. You know what I'm saying? I stopped going to school at 16. Like, all I know is the game. And so I was just like, well, if you if, if it's the wrong game, then why the hell you in here with me? Like, what game you playing? Right. right? Evidently, you playing the same game I'm playing. But he was like, nah. He was like, so what you in here for? So, like, in New Orleans, so if you have a red band, like, your band tell you what you in jail for. So mm-hmm. I had a red band, which means attempt murder, murder, like a violent robbery, crime. Yeah, kidnapping. So, like, if you got an orange band, that means you on a drug charge. Unless it's you got a million dollar bond, so then you'll get a red band. Or if you're in the feds, you'll get a red and white band. So he had a red and white band. So kind of like when you when you're in the state jail, if you're looking at somebody with a red and white band, you kind of be like, damn, like he knows some shit I don't know. Like yeah. federal shit, like a hierarchy or some shit. You yeah, know that means you're important. Yeah, like damn, yeah. like what you know. So I saw the band. So he was just like, you in here for a temporary on rob? You looking at zero to ninety nine? He was like, I'm in here for embezzlement. He embezzled two point eight million dollars. Paid eight hundred thousand restitution, kept two million. Did eighteen months. They let him keep the two million. He kept the two. That's just how it. Like it's, oh, wow. it works on a point system and the guys. In so the scale, was, yeah. yeah I was in like, the So that kind of like took my head. Like damn. Like well, let me learn how to play that game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. let me play that because I don't need to be. I'm playing. I'm hustling backwards. If that's what you got going on, you know what I'm saying? So during that time period, we was in a hole for like maybe forty five days together. And so he just started talking to me about financial literacy, like telling me how like you hustling, you selling dope, you robbing, you jacking, like that, that shit is pennies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then in my mind, I'm like, damn, I'm 16. I ain't never really truly met a successful hustler. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like all of us gonna end up to the same fate. Like you gonna go to jail, you gonna get not like you you accept that. You just trying to see how long you can get a run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, that's crazy. And in my mind, I started telling myself like, Damn, if he do 18 months, shit, he could go back, do that shit again. Come back, they might give him eight years, but he leave a five million this time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm playing a numbers yeah. game in my head. Like I'm I'm just playing survival, but I'm playing survival on the next level. Like, how can I get out the streets? So he was just like, man, like and both the people do like three things with their money, man. They they stop trading time for money, and they start making their money work for them, and they start giving value to people. I ain't learned the value mm-hmm. to people part till later on in the game. But I had never heard that shit before. Like, that shit was like Spanish to me. And so he started telling me that, you know, wealthy people invest in stocks because it's the first, it's the easiest thing to do with your money. Invest mm-hmm. in other businesses, right? The hardest thing to do is build a billion dollar business. The right. easiest thing to do is invest in one. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So when he told me that, he was like, then you start a business, then you invest in real estate. So I started doing the same thing. All right, cool. Let me, you know, after I came off from the pen, I started getting into stocks using trap money. 
you know what I'm saying, caught another charge because at the end of the day, you got an idea how you're going to make money. Like, I had this idea, like, all right, I'm going to use this market yeah. on this, but you still got to get bread. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you still got to get cash to put in that shit. So, and then, so people always tell you, like, get a job and all that, and that's cool, but it's hard to tell somebody who's been hustling to go get a job. Just like it's hard to tell an entrepreneur to go get a job. Like, I'm going to do everything I can not to do it, but nothing against working because you need people working jobs. But I just want to work right? for myself. But I just want to handle my own because mm-hmm. hustling teach me how to hold my own and bet on myself. So uh, my dude got kicked in and I just saw myself in the same situation. Like, damn, like I'm bagging this shit again. And one of the things that really caught me was when the people can't kick my doing, I had the stock market on TV. And the dude, the cop really tells me, you got to be a stupid MF to be watching this and doing this. Mm. Like that shit hit me in my heart. Like I felt like an asshole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, mm-hmm. damn. Because I'm, I'm watching the money play, but I ain't, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just came to a point where like, all right, let me try something different. You know what I'm saying? So I started using some money I had from just hitting licks and shit. Like, all right, let me start investing this shit in the stock market. Let me start using it. I started doing iron work. Which I built the Falcon Stadium. I built some of the Cowboy Stadium. Built power plants and shit. I was making some good money, like two, three thousand dollars a week. I was like, all right, let me use this shit to invest in the stock market. Then I was teaching my homies in the street. You know, just basic shit like yo, we wear Nikes, we wear Timberlands, we wear Fendi's and shit like all that shit on the stock market. You know, and my partner and them like that ain't no shit we never heard before. So he's like, what? Man, you tripping? So then I was saying, all right, well check this out. If you go do a bid. You got to come home. You got to ask somebody to put you on or somebody got to give you something. What if you put your money in a market and then you came home and now you got money? Like that was a bell ringer for me because when I called my charge, they froze everything but the money I had in the stock market. Mm. They stopped everything but that. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like they don't even, that told me they don't even play me to be that smart. They don't even right. play me for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then I was telling my home, was like, all right, well, what do you get smashed? You know, you know, that's, this could happen. What you leaving your kids behind? Like, nah, another another trap we're going to take care of your kid. You know what I'm saying? At least leave them some bread. Like, don't just let this shit be for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not never telling you to get out the street, but learn to leverage them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, have an escape plan, my nigga. Don't, everybody ain't going to be the, the plug. You know what I'm saying? Everybody going to be the connect. Like, so how do we get out this shit, right? Okay. So that's how all this shit started, man. Like, and I just kept learning because the shit remind me of the street so much. Even when you look at America, America is just one gangster. Canada is one gangster. China is a gangster. It's different hoods. It's different people trying to take this bitch over. The same thing in the street. I'm trying to go to your hood and do this. If Bane got a hood, I'm trying to come off a little bit up. If I ain't strong enough, I got to pay Bane draft. That's the same thing happening in, uh, in America. You mm-hmm. want to sell some shit over here? You got to pay me a tariff. That's that's draft. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You paying a hustle over here. Right, so when I started saying that, and this shit just like the streets, mm. it ain't no different. Only thing they get to really sit back and build wealth and like not go to prison right. and not get killed. I'm like, nah, we gotta play this game. And then it started. Under- I started understanding. Oh, we playing the wrong game. Like instead of us being the pawns on the table, let's go be the rook, the knight, the king, the bishop. Like let's move this shit the way we can move it. Let us, me as a man, start saying I could be a father, I could be a grandfather, I could live to see 40. Like, I ain't got to go, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how this shit got into, that was me before the Wall Street trap. So for somebody, for some, for a black person that's just don't know shit about stocks, mm-hmm. don't care about it, not interested, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you, like, how do we even spark the interest for those people other than the fact that you can make money? Because you can also lose money too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think one thing is they need to be interested. 
like streets is a dying game, man. Like it, not dying. That shit dead. Yeah, that shit. You know, it's, it's like you ain't that shit ain't it, yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we, you know, even though the dudes who taught us the game, that's what they knew, right? So it was a lack of knowledge starting from the head. There's no excuse not for somebody not to say, I want to learn how to invest. I want to learn how to build. There's no reason for that shit now, right? So now I think the first thing you do is, for me, is like educate. Like education is the leverage to life, yo. Fact. We look at, if we look at, even from the lowest point, if you go work a job, the person who knows the least get paid the less, right? So if you work at McDonald's, the janitor don't know that much, so he gonna get paid the less. But the person who work on the fries and the and the burgers, they gonna get paid more than the janitor. But the shift manager know more than both of them, so the shift manager gonna get paid more. But the person who run the store gonna get paid more than them. But the owner of the business, so the knowledge is the leverage to life. Real talk, mm. right? So if we gotta get comfortable with saying. I don't know some shit. I gotta learn some shit. We gotta stop using that shit as an excuse. We only three generations from not being able to learn how to read. <laughs> like we three generations from that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we ain't that far from like yo. You know how to read? Nah, you gotta go. Like knocking you off. Mm. Right? That shit was three like three generations. That shit is not long. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So you feel me? Like you feel, we three generations from that shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> So I think um, the first thing we need to do, man, yeah. is understand the importance of this game, right? Like understand that, and then say, okay, like how do I get in it, right? Is it just something simple as like investing? Like I said, like investing in shit you know just to get started, right? Like you don't got your first investment ain't got to be the one that make you a millionaire. It ain't gonna happen. But what happens is we build the repetition. We make that shit a habit. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like when I was hustling, like. Even before I even got my re-up, yo, like I was like, all right, let me invest this money right here. Real talk, right? At, at basic, like let me make some shit work for me, right? And so we start learning that, like just to shit you every day. So if you wear Louis Vuitton, if you like Fendi, if you like Dior, that shit on stock market, LVMH, right? Louis Vuitton wear Hennessy. Dude, the second richest man in the world. What's the guarantee way though? Like. So the nigga just starting out. So that's it. So the, the best way is to invest in what's called like ETFs or uh, index that? funds. So an ETF is like an exchange traded fund. So it's like saying, it's this the easiest way I can say it. So let's say you go to the store and you say, like, you want to get some cereal, right? Or you want to get some potato chips. But you know on the potato chip aisle, they got all the potato chips, they also got crackers, they got pistachios. They got all like shit like that, snacks and shit, right? Well, the ETF is you saying, I don't know which one of them I want to get, so I'm going to buy the whole aisle, right? So an ETF is a collection of stocks that's made the same way. So if you like technology, or if you like yeah. banks, right, you can buy an ETF called XLF, mm-hmm. right? What that is, you have all the banks, Chase, a Bank of America, you know, all the big banks, right? If you like technology, you can buy an ETF that have Apple, Microsoft, you know, all those big businesses. So now that's safe for you, right? And you're now investing in one industry that you like. So that shit gonna make money regardless. That shit gonna make eight, 10% a year. That's better than making 0.01% sitting in the bank. bank. You gotta be cool with like starting off at the beginner level. Like we gotta be okay with saying, this shit not gonna make me a lot of money right now, but if I keep it up, the shit gonna make me a lot of money. 
Right, so you think again, hustling like you don't start off the man. You start off, I start off getting two for one. I get a nigga ten dollars, they give me two dimes. I sell a two dime. I get two dimes, get a nigga. I will get four, two for one. Like I start off like that, and I work my way up. Nah, you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's how I started. Like everything a grind. Everything got to be a grind. Yeah. Like we want to change our mind. Be like, nope, I want to invest a hundred dollars. I want that shit to be a million dollars, bro. That ain't how this shit work, fam. I don't care what you do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's good though to start that way, bank. But then you start, okay, this shit cool. Now let me go to another level. Okay, now let me learn how to trade, right? Like, there's levels to it, but this shit can change your life. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, this, when I say, like, recession-proof, for real, like, the stock market is that. And here's why. You can make money as the market going up. You can make market when the market going down. You can make market when the market sideways, right? When it's just moving in the same pattern. But you got to learn this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to know what you're doing. Niggas don't want, like, we got to be cool with, just like we learn everything else, bro. Just like we learn the messed up shit that we do, we got to learn some shit that's going to change our life, right? It's Trappers Anonymous, so is that like a a school or a crew that you put together for that, for for, for people to learn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Trappers Anonymous is a community I came up with. Again, I keep this shit, like, the way that I understand it. Like, I don't try to teach it in the way that nobody else teach it. So, Trappers Anonymous was me saying, how when I started, I ain't had nobody to go to. The dope part about it, it may sound crazy, but I was in prison, so I would get off work and I would just read my ass off, right? But I ain't had nobody to ask questions to. Mm-hmm. So for me, the best way for us to learn is in a group setting. That's the easiest way for us, for us to learn. So if you put all of us in the room and I got some information, and I teach bank, I break break it down to bank. Bring go break it down to the queen. He she gonna break it down to you. Now she, we can break it down to Jay. Now we can just toss ideas around, mm-hmm. and everybody's learning curve gonna help everybody build instead of bank. Like man, I don't get this shit. The minute you get confused or some shit, you gonna throw that shit away. That shit gonna become a cup holder. You gonna sit a cup on that shit. You ain't gonna do it. But yeah. if I got somebody pushing me, if somebody like man, bank man, get this shit. This shit was gonna. Yeah, hey, get this. Yeah, yeah, I learned yeah. that from this shit. Man, I just made a hundred dollars. What? How you made a hundred dollars? Show me that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the group setting is always the great thing. So that's why I created that because it was just me. So now we got 3,000 people in there making money every day. You know what I'm saying? Teaching each other. We do a class every Sunday. Like people that don't know shit now four, three months later breaking down business from A to Z like they've been in a finance class. You know what I'm saying? I got financial teachers in there like, bro, I I went to school for four years and I ain't learned that shit like that. How you broke that shit down in 30 minutes? Right? So... Why you think our people shy away from shit like that? Well, because they for one, they they kept us in survival mode. Right? So think about this. If I show you so easy thing, a lion will never tell a zebra how to get away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel real me? Real shit though. <laughs> real shit. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Lion ain't gonna never tell a zebra. I tell you how to get away, how I'm gonna eat. Right, right, and then the zebra gonna go tell the giraffe, the giraffe gonna go tell the gazelle, gazelle gonna tell the water buffalo. Mm. Now nah, I can't eat shit. Right, I gotta be a vegetarian. Right. I'm a vegetarian, mm. you feel what I'm saying? So no, I'm gonna teach my people how to stay lions. You can be a vegan terrier. So I'm gonna teach my people how to keep eating, right? And I'm gonna always eat off them. Yeah. It's financial predator and financial prey. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, like, the game is ruthless. Mm-hmm. Right? It's all about self-preservation. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 
10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, 
and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. I like that quote you be putting up, uh, Wall Street look like us now. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Like, and that's important too because we gotta, again, like, why do they keep us away from this? It's because they don't want us to know that, like, we can be, like, millionaires. Know what I'm saying? Why you think, goddamn, that we shy oh, away we, from Oh, because, so one of the things is, one, because it's never taught to us. You think so, we're scared of the catch? Well, we scared, so what happens is, check this out. We, we've been taught, the only way to make money is to work for it. So anything that can make me lose this hard-earned money, mm-hmm. I don't want no parts of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fact. Like That's scam. backwards because we still. I don't want no parts of that shit. Still, if you're in the streets, you gotta invest, so you can but, lose but, that but, too. So like, that yeah, was the easy thing for me. Yeah, business something you know about. But you, that you're is right. You're right. That is. It's comfort zone too. It's though. comfort zone. So yeah. now here's the thing: like, if I've been bought up learning about the streets. Then that's second nature to me and everything that come with it. If I've been bought up learning to go get a job, then I accept that. What the wealthy people do is at an early age, they teach their people about investing. Mm-hmm. So now they grew up learning about finances. They grew up, oh, okay, this is part of the game. Like, all right, cool. So this is how I, so if this go wrong, this is how I hedge that bet. Mm-hmm. Right, so okay, cool. Like, let me limit the losses because I see the upside is big. Right, right. So it's even like with us. Like, we already like if shit get it's a drought. What you gonna do, man? Stretch that shit, man. We ain't about to take that whole little L, man. Go, man, go in that other nigga hood and sell that shit, man. Don't sell that shit over here, right? So we learn how to protect ourselves and survive. Same thing happening. We we know how to do that, mm-hmm. but because now you come saying you'll get in the stock market, and then on TV all you see is stock market crash. No, they talking bad shit. Uh, you think you need a lot of money because you see, oh, this person made a million dollars. So mm-hmm. now you be like, man, I ain't about to play that shit, man. That ain't for me. You feel like it ain't for you. Uh-huh. So if you feel like ain't something ain't for you and ain't nobody speaking it to you and representation. You don't got nobody that look like you doing shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Or you see old white men doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Right, forever. That's all you saw. So you already got a disconnect. We already feel like all my trauma come from white people anyway. Mm-hmm. That's how you feel. So you don't want to rock with that at all, right? And so here you come, like me, I'm like, yo, I got a t-shirt on, I wear the same shit you on, I been through the same shit you been through, fam, let's go get some money. Mm-hmm. What about the niggas? Niggas be scared because niggas be scamming niggas. Now that's true. Yeah. So, I got scammed yeah. early on. Uh, I got, so scam, man, I got scammed on some stock shit early. So, and, and that's one of the things I don't, like that shit is out here, mm-hmm. right? Sure. That shit gonna always, but here, you know why that shit gonna always be out here? Because we always wanna get rich fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a scam. A scammer gonna always have a job, huh? Mm-hmm. Because one thing people won't do is get rich fast, or not even that. They won't get out of this situation right now. Mm-hmm. Right, this shit painful. So people be saying, "I'm gonna act like I'm broke." No, the hell I ain't. I've been broke for real. That shit not feel good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not about to act broke at all. You feel what I'm saying? So what happens is somebody in a bad situation, if somebody can convince you long enough and catch you at the right time. You gonna fuck with it. Mm. Yeah. Right? Somebody be like, yo, man, I turned this $500 for $5,000. At first, you might be like, 
Man, nigga, boy, he for the shit. That shit don't work. But you keep seeing that shit. And they catch you on the right day. Man, let me try that shit out, man. You feel like it's the best decision you ever made? To learn how to invest? Yeah. Hell yeah, it changed my life. Not only changed my life, changed my family life. Mm. Like my daughter right now, she's six years old, man. She, like, she got six figures invested. She's going to be a millionaire before she's 10. That's easy. Mm. That's easy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's just off the market doing whatever it do. Right? And so that's why this shit is important because now we can start saying, like how, how many times have we said, man, I wish I would have knew that shit when I was younger? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. You feel me? So now what happens is when you get in a situation where you older, you don't want your kids and your nieces and nephews to be saying the same shit. Mm -hmm. yeah, so right. teach them the shit. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, all right, my daughter came out the womb like, bet. She ain't about to, man, look, let's start doing that shit early. Right? Let's do that shit now. And so not just for her birthday, she made six. I'm sitting, I'm like, what you want for your birthday? She was like, I want 100, she, I want 16 shares of Roblox. She's six. Mm -hmm. I put it on my page. We sitting on the sofa. I'm like, what you want for your birthday? She's like, I want some Roblox, daddy. I said, bet. I pulled up the app, went to her account, put 16 in. She was like, no, daddy. I want 100. Bet. Get you 100 then. Mm. Bought her 100 shares of Roblox. You know what I'm saying? At six years old. Mm. Because I teach her her ABCs in that way. Like, yeah, she gonna go to school and learn that shit. When she come home, it's, my, it's, my, it's not on me. Right. A is for what? Asset. B is for what? Bank. C is for what? Credit. D is for what? Debt. E is for what? Equity. F is for what? Finances. You know what I'm saying? And so now she like, what's your ABCs is? So now she repeating that shit to me like that. Right? So now I ain't got to worry about the school not teaching her financial literacy. Right. I ain't worrying about the school system of America making her the new slave. Mm -hmm. Right? We going to set her free early. What's the new slave? Consumerism. Consumerism makes us slaves. Right? So every time, so every time America creates something, so it's my it's the America's job to create shit for you to buy. Yep. That's that's the business of America, consumerism. We all buy shit. But there's a stat, a stat out that says the average person in America spends a dollar and twenty-five cents for every one dollar they make. Well, that's in the red. Think about that shit. You're in the red. You spend a dollar and twenty-five cents for every one dollar you make. So by the time you made four dollars, you already Five dollars in the hole. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Think about that. For every one dollar you make, you already spend a dollar and twenty five cent. Yeah. Consumerism. It's designed like that. It's designed like that. Mm -hmm. So the reason, so then they put you in situations like America. It was like America is smart. Like there's there there is so racism is real. We. Ain't, but classism even is even realer. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? Racism is real, don't get me wrong, but classism is bigger. Classism is saying, like, this class of people has more say so and more privilege mm -hmm. than another class of people. And so because they keep information from this class of people, they'll never ever put themselves in a situation of the one percent. Right? Mm -hmm. So if I can keep you working at a job. And inflation is up. So everything, inflation is up 7%, which means everything costs 7% more. Right? Everything is up 7%. Mm -hmm. But guess what didn't go up? How much they pay on a job. Yeah. That shit ain't went up. Right? So the more money they spend, so America is $30 trillion in debt. Right? So you and I know that if, if I'm in debt, if my bank account <coughs> in the red, they not let me spend no money. I got to pay them first. Right? Mm -hmm. If your bank account in the red, you got to pay them first. 
Right or wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, America bank account is $30 trillion in a hole. And counting. Just go to go look at it. USdebtclock.org. Right? USdebtclock.org. Look that shit up right quick. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see that. Mm-hmm. You can look at that shit at one o'clock in the morning. That shit gonna be still spinning. You're gonna be they print money every day, all day. So the more money that they print, the more money your money, the more your money lose value. So some shit that may cost you a dollar. Matter of fact, $100 in 2019, whatever you spend $100 on in 2019, now it costs you $107. Mm. Your dollar lost money. It lost value, lost purchasing power. So you sit money in a bank, here's the trick. If I get you to sit your money in a bank, I'm going I'm to use your money and your money going to lose value. <laughs> and I'm going to give you pennies on a dollar every year. That's mm-hmm. it right there. Yeah. How do you look at this? That shit just clicking, turning. That shit just turn. Look at it. So this is it right here. America's thirty trillion, three hundred and nineteen billion. Oh, it's still going. It don't never stop. This is the this is the debt. This is the U.S. national debt. That's it. So That's let me crazy. show you something right quick. Even on here. So even on here, look what it says. It says the U.S. debt is thirty trillion dollars. Then it says. Debt per citizen. So that's me and you, right? We we got income coming in. We already ninety one thousand dollars in debt. Us. I don't care how much money you make. You ninety one thousand dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. Then it says for another nigga shit. No. So yeah. So that's hold crazy up. man. So debt per taxpayer. Let me do that. So we two hundred and forty one dollars, two hundred forty one thousand dollars in debt. Everybody in here, because everybody in here working. You pay taxes. So you two hundred forty one thousand dollars in debt. The debt per citizen is if you got a child, a grandmother, somebody that ain't working, they ninety one thousand dollars in debt. How? So you got you see it right there. Debt per citizen, mm-hmm. debt per taxpayer. I see it. You feel me? That's crazy. That shit don't never stop. So if you don't find a way to make money without working for it, you gonna die trying to make money, and that shit lose value every day. They not gonna never get out of thirty trillion dollars in debt. That shit gonna keep adding up. Mm. What's some ways you think like they make like I guess being a consumer kind of like interesting and fun. So you got commercials, you got this, and spend this, spend this, spend this, get in debt. So what's some ways that you can make investing in fi- financial literacy like fun for I guess the young people and shit. So um, just the sh- even before you even get into like the 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 deep shit. Mm-hmm. Like the shit that you like messing with all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, we on everybody and everybody, most of our generation got Apple. Mm-hmm. Everybody should own that shit. Right? So, one of the things I did was I made it a priority that when I would go in the hood by my homies, I started changing the conversation. I started making us talk about making money outside of just hustling. So I went to showing them like, yo, I'm messing with options. I'm day trading. I'm doing, well, not day trading, mm-hmm. but messing with options. I'm showing them I'm getting money from the stock market. Who don't like making money? Right. I ain't never met nobody yet and I don't like making money. I don't care what they be talking about. Money not important and all that. Man, everybody like making money. Mm-hmm. That should make you feel better. That should make you feel free. Right. You know what I'm saying? So one of the one of the best ways for me was explaining that you can do it and you can do it. So every time I buy something, before I buy it, I'd be like, how much of this can I own? Because that's the true way to build and wealth. Ownership. How much of this shit can I own? Right? And so once I say, man, I own more Nike than you, bro. Uh, Jade, I own more Microsoft than you. Uh, I own more 
Nike, uh, Moolu, you wearing that Louis Vuitton shit? Yeah, you want to that? I like that shit. You just made me some money, family. Good shit right there. <laughs> I like that shit. You just made me a whole bunch. What you talking about? Y'all own that? I own the Dior you got on. I own the LVME. Oh, you got Gucci? I own that too. P-P-R-U-Y, I own that too. Appreciate that. Made me some money, fam. Oh, you got them dickies on? Bet. You got them Tims on too? Bet. You just made me some money, fam. How? VFC Corporation. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I started, like, changing that to my homies. So, that was something that we started doing just around my way. Just like, yup, you made me some money. I like that. Keep that. You bought a new iPhone? Bet. You just made me some more money. I like that. Mm. So, it's, you know, it's just, like, we make everything dope, man. Yeah. We make everything dope, man. And for me, that's what From the Trap of Wall Street was all about. It was about how do I make this shit fun to us? To where it's something we because everybody everything they do is making boring by design, mm-hmm. make us feel like we can't do it. Mm-hmm. If I make you feel dumb long enough, eventually you are gonna start thinking you dumb. Mm-hmm. You feel me? If I make you feel inadequate, if I it's long enough, you are gonna feel inadequate, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, it was like, nope. That's why my mission statement is one shell at a time, right? So yep, start with one shell, fam. It's all right, cool. That way, everybody, no trapper left behind, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So if everybody look at Wall Street Trapper, they see Wall Street Trapper. You got it together. You're getting money. You're sharp. But what's some of your vices? What's some of the bullshit? You know, you probably got some, I want to say flaws, but uh, we all imperfections. Got it, like, uh, show people your human side. Shit, I show that shit all the time. Shit. Uh, one of the things is, um, so I like, so I, I like going to strip club, bro. Okay. That's my shit, you know what I'm <laughs> I love that shit. You know what I'm saying? Some of that stock money going yeah, back to I the... Love, I love going to strip clubs, man. Listen, Single that's, moms. It's the best vibe, man. You know what I'm saying? It's how you support the culture. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I love going to that shit, man. You, I go to Flame. You know, I used to go to Follies where they close it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. I used to go around. Would you take some of your uh, Wall Street or, or stock investment riches and maybe open your own strip club? No, no, no. You wouldn't do that? That, that ain't my business. Yeah. That ain't your business. I stick to shit. I'm good. But damn, that's how the people, that's how some yeah, of the people in the street feel about, the, yeah, about yeah. the stocks. Well, so the difference is when you look at, if I had somebody who owned a strip club and could break it down to me and show me the ins and outs, mm-hmm. it'd be something I'll get in. I got you. I'm about mentorship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One thing I'm about is if you could teach me some shit I don't know, mm-hmm. and you willing to mint, I'll pay for mentorship. So you can invest in the flame, you would. What? Okay, man, gotcha. that's a, I know you. We know what make money. Mm-hmm. We know what make money in the world. Yeah, like we make shit hot. You know what I'm saying? Like even with when you look at Wall Street, they got to get the numbers. So I tell people this all the time. Like we more, we we know more about economics than we think we know. So check this out. When J's come out, you already know what them lines gonna look like at them stores. You already know what's gonna sell out online. Mm-hmm. You know that already. That's economics. If you in a hood, you know what it used to be like. You know on the first and the third, checks coming out. You know who you can give credit to before that and who you can't give credit to. You know that already. Yeah. Economics. Mm-hmm. You know when an Apple phone will come out. If you in the store, you know. The line gonna be around the corner. You know you gotta try to get it online. You know some people gonna get them and resell them. That's economics at its finest. You know if a product hot, you you know you gotta go get it first. Mm-hmm. That's economics. Like at the lowest level, we know more about economics and making money than we think we know. We know about hot products. We the consumer. Mm-hmm. We we tell Wall Street was hot. They don't know they got an idea. We on the ground level. We know it's hot. Why you think McDonald's? Not McDonald's. So when them chicken sandwiches was popping, 
right? You could have bought a, a, a company called Restaurant Brands. Like, we made the chicken sandwich pop. We did that shit. They ain't know that. They got the numbers later. We was going to every pop out like, damn, that bitch, damn, that bitch long, that line long. That, that's how the stock went up. That's how Restaurant Brands stock went up. We tell them what's popping. Mm. Right, so for me, if I get, I don't mind. I just bought a farm. I don't know shit about no farm. I gotta get a mentor. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I gotta pay somebody to fucking come show me how to put that shit together. But I which I about to put on the farm though. So I was just, I just helped Ross get a bull. So that was me. So I'm about relationships. Like I will, I'm, I, I'm about building a relationship together. That's another thing we gotta learn how to do. Like build relationships, right? So, right. I, so do a, a, a woman I know. Who's heavy into real estate? I met her husband at a party she was having. Me and him linked up. He saw me that I'd be rocking with Ross. So Ross went on his page and said he wanted a bull. The dude family got bulls. They got 9,000 acres of land. So he hit me up. He was like, Trap, I know you know Ross. You know my family won't give him a bull. I'm like, Bet, let's make it happen. I called Ross and his people, like, Yo, man, I know some people won't get you a bull. What's up? Like, you say yeah. a bull, you mean like an actual like a bull, a big ass bull. That shit went viral when he got that shit. Yeah. Okay, a bull. Yeah, a bull, like a so, Angus, black Angus, like a man cow. So what do you do with a bull? So he, I don't bull? know what he about to do with it. Right. But for me, it was like bet. Let me make this plug. So now I gotta connect on some bulls. So for what I want to do with my farm is, I want to do goats, cows, chickens, and fresh vegetation. And what that does is. So America is built for the entrepreneur and the investor. So one of the things we got to learn is like how America operates. We got to learn the business of America, right? Truly learn the business of America. So America, if you're an entrepreneur, investor, the America is designed to help you win. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. So if you have a farm, farmers get some of the best tax breaks to anybody. You get a farm, you don't got to down there pay nothing. You that shit offset all your taxes. Mm-hmm. You get a farm, you down there offset all your taxes. You get a farm. You put one bull on it. The dude told Ross, "Yo, just by you having this bull on this land, you could down there offset forty percent of your tax. Just, just by having this bull on the land. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So I won't put. So we got forty acres of land, and so me and my home, we got forty acres of land. So the goal is to do ghost cows and chickens, and stop our own meat supply. Asset Island is the name of the farm." And so we're gonna do Asset Island Farm. So we're gonna breed cows, breed breed them, create our own brand, breed chickens, and um, breed goats, man, and start our own meat. And then also use that to offset taxes, and then do retreats and shit on the farm, so that that should become another cash producing asset. You know what I'm saying? It's about having more assets than liabilities, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the that's the game I'm playing, and that's the game I want everybody to start playing. Mm-hmm. If you can go buy. A, a patch of land Go buy that shit Cause they ain't building no more mm. You know what I'm saying I don't care You and your homies Y'all get together We buy seconds in the club We do all that shit Let's get together Let's go buy some land Right Let's get together Let's go buy some real estate Like right now I'm looking at A um, a four unit apartment complex Right Like I won't I don't want to have cash on me Like I won't get rid I won't put that shit in assets Right Cause that's how you make your money Make money We won't look at the shit in the bank Cause it look good But that shit losing value man And that ain't even enough Mm-hmm. That money ain't done. If something happened right now, you can't go get a hundred thousand dollars off the bank. Fact. Mm. You can't go get that shit. They're gonna tell you first. They're gonna ask you fifty million questions. Then they're gonna put the feds on you. Then they're gonna ask you what you need it for. Then they're gonna say, "Give us a week to get it to you." Mm-hmm. You don't got that shit. 
Mm-hmm. That, that shit is empty. That shit just look good on paper. Right? The most we could probably get out of the bank at one time is probably about $20,000. Mm. It's probably the most you could get at one, like at one time. Right? Some right people, then, you saying like, Yeah, like right then yeah, and there. Like, like yeah. in the moment, like, yo, I need 20 grand. That's probably like the most you can get, depending, you know what I'm saying? Like, you trying to go get 50, 60, $100,000 of the bank, man, you got to wait a couple of days, man. And you got to go through interrogation to get it. They can, you can wire some shit. Your money. Yeah, your money. It's supposed to be your money, right? Shit, it ain't there. Because right. the minute you get it, what they do is, I mean, people know it though. So when you put your signature on a open a bank account, you're literally giving them permission to use ninety percent of your money. Right. You giving them permission to do that. Mm. It's called fractional reserve banking. So if you got ten thousand dollars in the bank, you giving them pres- permission to take out nine thousand and give you a thousand. Now, when you put your card in there, the bank is gonna say you got ten thousand in there, but you only got thousand dollars in there. They done took the nine thousand and gave it to the bank because he needed a loan. Mm. So they gonna make money off bank, then they gonna give you like fifty cent. For losing your nine thousand dollars, give you fifty cent at the end of the year for that, and they're gonna charge bank whatever his credit score is on the interest on that. Mm-hmm. So but again, we learn how the business of America work, then it's easy for us to build up. Mm-hmm. But they ain't gonna they gonna keep pushing a certain narrative, whether it's in music, whether they you and that's our shit. Like we love music, we love that shit, but that we gotta start learning how to deviate between some of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that shit. I listen to music all day, every day. Who's some, who, who some of the rappers or people in music you think that's k- kind of kicking that shit where they teaching people how to, you know, flip their money? Outside uh, of Ross, of course. Nah, nah. So, um, I just was at my home and shit, D1. He doing it. Money Man, he doing it. Mm-hmm. For sure, those, like, those two I know off the top of my head. Like, D1 and Money Man, they really, like, kicking that sh- kicking it hard. Um, I want, I want to hear more people doing it, man, because... Music has always been the gateway to our culture. Mm-hmm. They always been the gatekeepers. You know what I'm saying? Like we learn a lot of shit through music. We learn life through music, and music can teach us how to build wealth, right? I got a lot of rappers right now, artists, be hitting me up like trap man. Show me this shit. Show me the at least and everything. And I don't mind showing that shit because they the gatekeepers. Like they platforms be huge. Even though my shit growing, they platforms be huge. So we make them financially literate. They can reach a ton of people, right? You know sure. what I'm saying? They can reach a ton of people. They gonna reach way more than me. You know what I'm saying? So we can. I remember um, I went to this money bag yo thing. It was out here in that dome, and I was looking like me and my homie was standing up. You know, we had a section right next to him, and I saw like how the whole dome rushed to the front when they saw money bag yo. And I told my partner, I said, I said we not finished until we can have this effect on the culture. Like we not finished. Yeah, that's real shit. We not finished. Like we got so much work to do because we got to do it with integrity though. You know what I'm saying? We got to teach our people the right way. But we not finished until we can do that. Because even though rap is our culture, rap ain't teaching us how to make money yet. Mm. Right? They ain't teaching us how to make money yet. If we can start in- influencing the artists to teach us how to make money, right? it's a game changer for it's a. That's I'm going to be real. Like If we can get artists to start teaching how to make money, that's, that'll be more impactful than Molody King, Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, Nelson Mandela, everything. Cause mm-hmm. now you have those are the heroes, yo. Like I just saw Lil Baby with the dude Rob 49 from New Orleans yesterday. Yeah. My whole city was out there. Mm-hmm. My whole city was out there in the trenches to see that. That's amazing to see. Facts. Mm-hmm. That's amazing to see. Especially mm-hmm. in my city, bro. Like that shit is amazing to see. So I love music, it's always gonna be a heavy part of our culture. So if we can just get, you know, not every song, but we can get one or two songs, throw a verse in a couple. Well, you talking about financial literacy? 
man, we we can get back to where we belong at in this world, man. Mm. We get back there, man. Dang, that's the first step. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, because that's what we love. Like, when you get somebody like me, I come on big fast. Like, everybody respect everybody on here. Let me say this too, bank. I met so I met you about I ain't meet you personally. This was like 2014, 15. I first started coming to the A when I came home. And uh I used to hear your name a lot. This one's like duct tape was like this, this shit was hard. And I went on your page one day, bro. You were sitting on the floor in a bathroom. He had a fucking wall full of money. <laughs> and you said, niggas better stop playing with me and go get you some fucking money. That's a real nigga. That, that was right your first post, right? Yeah. And when he, I went even on Instagram. That was on JP. Like, I don't know, JP. I was yeah. that shit. I that was, was the like, first time, yeah. I was like, yeah. that's some gazing shit right there. Yeah. So music is, music has always been the storyteller for our culture. Mm-hmm. Right? That's because we feel like that person is speaking my story. Right? We feel like that person is speaking to me what I've been through. So everybody gonna relate to an artist differently. Right. Right? Because every artist speaking to a different a tribe of people. And so for me, I'm not rapping. But I'm just on that bitch spitting facts and I'm making people relate to me based on what I've been through. So I tell my story a lot. So when mm-hmm. you see me like, yup, trap been through that shit, I'll post me being in a pen. I'll post my old pictures. I'll post my rap sheet so you can see the authenticity in me. But at the end of the day, a rapper gonna have, an artist gonna have that influence. Always. It's just the way our culture design and it's the way that the music industry set up. Yeah. Right? It's the way they set up. So if we can just say as influencers, no matter what you teach, when you teach in real estate, stocks, credit, trucking, whatever you teaching, if you can plug in with an artist, right, and make them aware of what you're doing and show them. Like this, I think, this is what I think all artists should do. You got all, every artist always runs with like they squad. You should take one person on your squad and designate them to learn some financial literacy shit. Mm. Mm. Every like everybody like you running with twenty dudes, thirty dudes. One nigga gotta be yo. Go take this course, learn that shit. I'm about to give you a hundred k. Go go learn. That's that's how you contribute to the team. That's how you contribute to the team. It ain't gonna hurt. You bought him a chain. You bought him a car. Cool. Go get in 50K, tell him to learn that shit, pay for him a mentorship, pay him a course, let him learn some shit. Because when rap over, what you going to do? Mm. He don't learn the game. Like if one person in the squad learn that shit and dedicate to that shit, we can change the game. You start putting that shit in music, now, you know, we can catch on to that. You start telling street niggas, yo, instead of take the brick, you know, take the pill, take the scan, whatever you're doing, look, take a portion of that shit, put that shit in the stock market, buy some real estate, fix your credit, learn how to leverage that shit. Mm-hmm. You, know how many, you know how many people you going to... That's why Nip was so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He started teaching us that shit. Like, damn, okay, bet. You know what I'm saying? That was powerful. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who your favorite artist, though? Right now? Yeah. Man, so I was like a steel nip, but I like Ross. I like Gotti. You know what I'm saying? I like Gucci. I ain't gonna lie. I like Wap here because he just stay authentic to himself. 
Um, but I like God mm-hmm. and hard. I listen, I've been listening. I like Gates because he on some spiritual things. So I don't know if I have a favorite artist, but everybody talks to me in a different language. Like mm-hmm. I like Gates because I know where he comes from, but I like the spirituality shift he making. Mm-hmm. Right. I like God because I know where he come from, but I also saw him transition into a boss. Right. You know what I'm saying? I like I love Jake because he speaks to me on. OK, this is how you go from being a street dude to being a, a billionaire. Right. He laced us with that. I like Ross because I see him every day putting in the work. You know, he talks a lot about brand partnership, how to get with a business. He showed me how he put posts up for Ciroc for 18 months and Puff ain't paying nothing. And then the 19 month Puff cut him a seven figure check. That's branding at his best. That's building a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm gonna do this for you for nothing. And then when you look like damn, like homie been putting that shit up for 18 months for nothing. Yo, here go a, here go a seven figure check. Now you can do it for something. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? So I, it ain't just I have one artist, but I like what everybody brings to the table because they relate to me in a different way. You know what I'm saying? So. That's how I look at music like that, man. What you think about jewelry and watches and cars man, and that's houses? That's shit, man. If you go back to where we come from, yeah, like, we've been some fly ass motherfuckers, man. Right. Pharaoh's been fly. So is Deb. Do you have a rule of thumb as to when you should buy that shit? So I just like I'm not like I own one chain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not heavy on it, but I'm heavy on assets. Everybody different, but I do think you should have more. Whenever you buy jewelry, it should be an asset. So this Rolex, this I bought it for a certain price. It's, I've had it for a year. It's twenty thousand dollars more now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the price of Rolexes have gone yeah, up yeah. in the last year, like skyrocketed. Sky, and that's why. So if you buying a watch, like a Rolex, or, are those Rolex diamonds? Oh yeah, I would never okay. bust it down. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I keep it fat because that adds to the value. To the value, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I think. We should just If you're going to buy jewelry Learn about it Like mm-hmm. learn what type of diamond you buying Are you buying an SI diamond Are you buying a VVS diamond Are mm-hmm. you buying a flawless diamond mm-hmm. Like know what you buying So now you can learn How it's appreciated Right If you buying a Rolex Understand like is it Like how long did it take them To make that Rolex What addition is that So you can mm-hmm. now understand How it's going to appreciate in value Jewelry is always a, a asset Right But you don't want to have A million dollars in jewelry And then you don't got A million dollars somewhere else yeah. That's my thing Like we can do everything And Batman We fly man We are the culture man mm-hmm. We make this shit What it is man mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying The jewelry people Can't make no money We ain't busting this shit You know what I'm saying Like they ain't, you, We make them motherfuckers rich mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So I think we should Just understand that Like if you a rapper Like you just got A, a sinus check You got a sinus bonus This shit a million dollars Bro don't go spend $500,000 in jewelry Like don't go do that yet Wait till you get you A couple of M's Then do that shit it's love then Now you know I don't have to talk With some rappers before That say that that is their investment though Like if they can have That car Before the biggest nigga In the game If they're a young nigga That's the investment to them They can that's charge like the rap nigga starter kit That's sure. what I'm saying They feel like they can charge More for a show Well of, of course with rap Or a feature Rap is also about imagery mm-hmm. Right so you, it's, it's a lot about imagery man And I'm not an artist Right so I'm on the outside Looking in But it's always about imagery You gotta look a certain way Right, but I also think certain you can still be big. Like, look at dudes like Kendrick Lamar, dudes like J Cole. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So I just saw a post the other day about J and, and Bun B said he said, "Man, the richer J get, the less shit he wear." Right, and it ain't that he don't wear; he still Bank got expensive shit. Yeah, shit me that. He said yeah it, 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 it's just that the shit he wear, you don't know what it is, but it costs. You know what I'm saying? So I remember he had his ball like, "You got the bright watch, I got the right watch." Mm-hmm. Right So it's mm-hmm. We just learn how to do it Like I don't have Nothing against 
them wearing a jewelry. I understand the look, mm-hmm. but I want you to have more money working for you than money that's on you. You can't have more money in your closet and on you than you got invested for you. That's my whole theory, right? More assets than liabilities. Even though the jewelry is an asset, if you got the right jewelry on, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If you got yeah. the right shit on, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, man, you know, again, rap is what makes us. We all love that shit. And so I'll be down bad to be like rap tripping. No, we just got to learn how to use it for our power mm-hmm. and not keep letting them get rich off us. Yeah. Selling us the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's three investments you'll put people on for this year, for 2022? They'll uh, make some bread. They got five bands right now. Yeah. They're finna open up a little stock account or do yep, it on yep, their yep. cash app or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. So first we want to get them off cash app. That shit is bullshit. Don't do cash app. Yeah, we want them on cash app. So I think a good way for them right now is to wait till... Um, Amazon split and Google split. So they about to split. Now you told me buy it right now when I DM'd you. Because you got the money for it. Okay, got you. You said somebody got $5,000. Okay, got you. So it's $2,000 right now. Got you. We'll give them the best bang for their bucks, Green. Right? There you go. Right. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. I'm going to learn. I'm going to shut up. We'll give them the best bang for their bucks. Um, so I think one of the, they can, because those are businesses that's going to be around. Mm-hmm. Right? And so they about to go from $3,000 to maybe one fifty, one seventy five. Right, 145, depending on the price when it's split. So I think that'll be two good investments from that happens in May and June. Um, I think another good investment right now would be in financial technology because the what that is, it's called FinTech. It's the way we use money now is changing. So your PayPal, your squares, even though they're getting beat up right now, mm-hmm. we cannot deny that the way we're using money is different. Look at the first thing you said, mm-hmm. PayPal. I mean, mm-hmm. you said go get cash out, mm-hmm. right? So the way we use the money is different, right? And so as long as we see that, that's cool. Electronic vehicles, right? That's about to, that's a thing. Like investing in the future is the thing. That's how you're gonna make the most money. So when you when you buy a stock, and this is some game, when you buy a stock, don't base it on what it's doing right now. Base on what you see it's doing and moving in the future. Mm-hmm. Like base it on how you see the people building that shit out. You know what I'm saying? So if you notice. Like again, financial technology is a thing, but also um, chips. So every if everything is gonna be with technology, you know all technology need a chip. Yeah, she can't operate without a chip. So a good investment would it be investing in SMH, which is a ETF. What I told you about, you'll have all the chip companies, or invest in the chip company. Right? You see, metaverse is the shit. Look at some companies that's gonna be like making way in the metaverse. Right? That shit gonna be here in five years, ten years. Like so, look, you gonna make money along the way. But the best way to become a millionaire through the stock market is investing in the future. It's always happening. And the best time to invest in the future is when the market going through something. So right now, the economy is going through some shit, right? But every time the economy crashes, the next year, you get a whole bunch of billionaires and billionaires come out of nowhere. Just, just happened in 2020 with that COVID, happens. with COVID. It always happens. So from every recession, come people come out millionaires. People people add to their wealth by fifteen percent, mm-hmm. right? So during the pandemic, the wealthy people got richer by seven trillion dollars in a two year time period. While motherfuckers out here chasing stimulus checks and PPP, we trying to we scrambling, mm-hmm. right? We trying to get on. They sit back like, yup, bet, right? So during the 2000, 2002 financial crash, right? Wealthy people added $50 trillion to their wealth, right? During the real estate boom, the crash in 2008, Great Recession, we was here for that, right? They got wealthier. After every recession, the wealthy people get richer. 
Why? Because they buy assets on discount. Mm-hmm. Same way we run to the store for Black Friday and go buy shit when it's on sale. That's how they look at the stock market. That's how they look at real estate. Oh, that shit on sale right now? Bet. Go put 10 million in that shit. Right. So you might not got 10 million, but you got $5,000 laying around. You got $2,000. You've been trapping. You've been moving. You've been dancing. You've been, man, put that shit in there. Let so you, you, you feel like stock market of all this shit over credit over what else what else they be doing real estate yeah. crypto yeah so I feel because it's the lowest it's the lowest barrier entry I mean it's the easiest to get in so even if you get credit right and I, I love all of them but when you get credit and you leverage the credit you gotta do something with it right for it to make money you can't just sit on the shit you gotta go leverage it to get into something right so if you go let's say you go get credit you learn how to leverage credit. You get some money from some credit. The easiest thing to do is if you had already been learning how to trade stocks, is to take that money, put it in the stock market, learn how to trade that. Now you can pay that shit back easy. Right? The, if the market going down, bet. Because you learn how to trade, you can trade in a down market. The market going up, bet. You trade in the up market. You pay the credit back, you got free cash. America did all the work for you. My goal is how do we pimp America? <laughs> how we pimp them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I look at that shit, all them business owners, yep, you went to school for that shit, yep, you work for me. Bet, go make me some money. Go make my daughter some money. Go make my homie some money. Go make the queen some money. Go make stream some money. Right? How we teach everybody how to make money off them instead of we keep being the one they making money off of. Mm-hmm. So I love that shit. To me, but I'm a stock market investor. If you go find somebody in real estate, they gonna say real estate. Mm-hmm. Right? But for me, you make money in this shit up or down. And ain't nothing gonna beat that. This, if this bitch crash, we're going to make a bottle of money while it crash. And if it crash where the money ain't no good, then we all fucked up anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. We fucked up anyway, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so, you know, even... <laughs> we mm-hmm. fucked up anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but it's good to diversify your shit. But, man, I'm, I'm, I'm like 80% of my shit in the stock market, man. I'm, I'm sticking with it. Mm-hmm. You know That's a word for you. That's a word for me, man. Mm-hmm. What's some game of motivation you want to give to the people, man? The Wall Street trappers, man. supporters, the big fact supporters. If you let them feed you, you give them permission to starve you, man. Hmm. That's a good one. If you let them feed you. Straight up. You wrote that in that big fast Bible? That's what what you wrote in there? You let them feed you, you give them permission to starve you, man. And you don't get nobody permission to starve you. You don't get nobody permission to take food out your family mouth. Hmm. And and every day you're not building wealth, you're giving them the permission to starve you. Every day you're not learning some shit that's going to change your life, you're giving them permission to starve you. Every day you get up and you see this ain't the life you want, you're giving them permission to starve you because you ain't working toward changing that shit. And I mean, you accepting that shit. Mm-hmm. If you accepting that shit, you can't blame nobody else but yourself. So if you allow them to feed you, giving them permission to starve you, man. Mm-hmm. Word from the trap. Yeah. Somebody in the trap right now, they want to <laughs> tap in and learn more. They motivated. How can they do that? Uh, check my on uh, Instagram, man. Wall underscore street underscore trapper, man. YouTube, mm-hmm. Wall Street Trapper. Um, we got, got a website. Yep, yep. TheTrapUniversity.com, man. Everything trapping over here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Is, man. Jay, did you take the course I gave you? No. That's cool. Oh, Jay, come on. I Jay. didn't. I'm not finna lie. Oh, cool. <laughs> I didn't. I'm so sorry. That's cool. Send it no, to the bank. Let me bank will do it. Send it to the bank. Don't put bank on. I gave it to you, huh, bank? 
I got to go get the bank. Bank be chilling. Bank you probably did. Bank. That nigga be lying, man. No, right. Bank don't made a cool I meal. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. 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 I'm going to get the bank, man. I'm going to get the bank, man. Triple yeah. W dot Big Facts Pod dot com. We appreciate you pulling up. Salute. You're listening to Big Facts with Big Bank and DJ Scream. Follow Big Facts on social media at Big Facts Pod. Big Bang and DJ Scream bring you Big Bang. Hey, man, it's all the way up. Ladies and gentlemen. That merch in. Yes. Yeah, that's right. www.bigfactspod.com. Yeah. With the real ones one time. Y'all come get y'all some of this merch, man. Bigfactspod.com. Let's get it. Get that merch right now. Shop with us. It's all the way up. Big Fat Merch. It's going down. Visit the new website today. www.bigfactspod.com. Visit now. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 